0: So, I'm coming off a cold.
1: You need a heated blanket, then,
0: if you're cold. That's not what I said, Grant. And you know it's not what I said.
1: I know, but it still might you're be nice to a blanket. not very nice. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm very sorry, Mark, to hear that you're coming off a cold. How are you feeling? I Is started the I new year with a cold. Should I mail you some chicken soup? Would I that be ba- I make start- it better?
0: I started the new year with a cold. And it was disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, I'm I stopped. Sorry. I stopped having a runny nose and a headache uh, the day of my flight. So that was, that was a positive um, change.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm like, I'm mostly fine now, but it's just that darn residual just general you know shortness of breath and especially now that i have this fitness tracker thing i can just see how high my heart rate is all the time now
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: because of it so but i did uh i i made an excuse yesterday a reasonable excuse yesterday to not work out or do much of anything which i think was fine like i did some productive stuff for i completely changed my desk Mm. so now it's clear of a lot of clutter and stuff so as you may remember since you visited my monitor you know my large monitor stood on top of a very large kind of monitor stand thing with a drawer and cubby you know Mm -hmm. and it took up like half my desk Mm
1: -hmm.
0: the cubby thingy is now gone i have a clamp mounted stand for the monitor now mm-hmm. so uh, almost the entirety of my desk is now free and open terrain and it is wonderful
1: yeah sounds like you've got a lot of space for activities
0: i do, um, do any
1: big plans for that space or
0: no well i did write a letter today Ooh. that was much easier to do with all this desk space as compared to before Hmm. Um. Maybe I'll finally start doing my origami. Who knows? The world is my oyster.
1: That's a good outlook on it.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm trying to be positive. Trying to be positive in the new year. It's only a good outlook though if you're not allergic
1: to shellfish, though. I then am it's a bad not.
0: Okay.
1: Just thought I'd check. I wasn't sure. Wait, what? Check that you're not allergic to shellfish.
0: What does that have to do with anything?
1: Because if the world's your oyster,
0: that's oh, a bad outlook. I was just, this is the other reason that I'm, I'm not going to be very quick tonight because of, like, Okay. <laughs> because of my... So I should uh,
1: stop making dumb comments?
0: Co- well, I just had origami stuck in my head, and I was trying to think <laughs> what joke you were trying to make, and I couldn't come up with it. <laughs> uh. Okay, I blame you on that one.
1: That's fine. We can all lie to
0: ourselves sometimes. Uh, but it did work out today, and that felt good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, this is something that I should tell you. Uh, so when we met up over break, I told you that I went climbing, right, for basically the first mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And I, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. And after I'd done it, I told myself, I'm not going to do this again. Uh, at least in, in, unless I'm like back home in Minnesota and someone asked me, uh, mm-hmm. but I was intrigued by it. And so I looked into places around here um, and ended up finding a few to check out. And I almost I almost uh, t- uh, had the courage yesterday to go check one out to the point that I actually drove to one. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then two things stopped me from actually entering and trying it out. What stopped you? Well, thing number one, the parking lot was full.
1: Oh, yeah. It's a a small
0: place with a small parking lot. Um, it was kind of in a sketchy area. There was no street parking or anything. Um, second, it was very intimidating because they have like an outdoor, workout area and it looked like a scene out of like a weird boxing movie where Mm -hmm. there are these two guys whose arms were the size of my head (laughs) um outside in like a chain-linked workout area with like a single dim light bulb illuminating their sweat Mm -hmm. Uh, like barbells and uh, olympic bars and gymnastic rings all around them I was like, well, maybe when it's not so busy. Because <laughs> I, was, I was looked online, uh, the hours of this place on the weekends are like 8 to 8. And then during mm-hmm. the weekdays, it's like 7 to midnight, I think.
1: Wow, those are long hours.
0: Yeah. Um, and the uh, busy times, according to Google, it's like dead completely until 4. And then it's mm-hmm. just insanely busy. Until like from six to the end of the night. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of, you know, I was already not super committed because I'm still sort of sick. And yeah, but I'll go eventually. Okay. The one that Um, is. hmm?
1: No. Can I interrupt for a second? Mm -hmm. You probably want to cut this out, but I'm hearing like a (laughs) creaking noise from the vent nearest me and I'm. Just give me like one sec to try to fix it. I'm not sure if the recording is picking it up, but... Okay. Just in case it's a problem. I appreciate I your attention to detail. so unusual. I'm trying to be preemptive here. I know. So just give me... I'll be back in like 30 seconds probably.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: I got to stop making the noise. I don't know how I did it, but it stopped. So...
0: Cool. Congratulations. Sorry, what you talking about? Uh, climbing and stuff.
1: Yes, climbing and stuff, and yes.
0: So the other, d- so there, there's an upside and a downside to the place that I almost managed to go to yesterday. Uh, upside, it is the only like bouldering only place. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everything else also has like top roping and belaying or auto belays, mm-hmm. and which I'm not against. It's just more stuff to deal with. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and you don't have all the gear for that right now right? no i do not
0: <laughs> i definitely yeah. do not um upside so other upside is that they have a much wider variety of membership types Hmm. so they have one option that's like you know uh much cheaper than a monthly f- thing but it's uh you basically get four daily passes a month plus a guest pass mm-hmm. so it's like oh you just want to go one day a week and then do this and that's nicer because it's f- much further away mm-hmm. like it is down the freeway in the direction of the terrible traffic that happens after work yeah so and then the one closer to me upside it's closer yeah, but it is one of the ones that's like, you know, a very big gym with all the top roping and auto belaying and stuff. And like, I, I could, I'd be fine doing some auto belaying stuff. I think that would be fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but it's sort of confusing because they say, like, you know, you have to be a certified belay person to do anything other than bouldering, mm-hmm. I assume. And like, they'll teach you, but it's kind of... It's confusing because some things say, oh, you need a partner to do the ballet lesson. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the normal, like, oh, just show up for your first time. It doesn't say that. Uh, it's, so it's kind of confusing. I don't really know what the deal is. Um, mm-hmm. But,
1: yeah. I have an update that is months old. I think it's something that I talked about wanting to do I like love it. months and months ago. Please share. Uh, I finally started making some of my own sauerkraut. <laughs> started that on past Friday. This is like old, old, like before I came and visited you old. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. And so that's exciting. Um, it's been going a couple of days now. It's, it's. So you're just in the process,
0: but there's no concrete updates
1: uh yeah i think the main concrete update that i have is that i'm pretty sure there's a probably like 30 percent chance that i'll finish it and have to throw it all away um and then i'll get to try it again with lessons learned because i didn't think i was putting in way too much garlic because i I wanted to like flavor it beyond just like Uh sauerkraut because sauerkraut's good but like I got a bit of arrogance in me with cooking and stuff. I'm like, I can make this better. Uh Uh-huh. Um, but I added an amount of garlic that I thought was quite reasonable. Um, and then I started looking up recipes and I was like, Oh, I added like the same amount of garlic that people who are making like three or four times larger batches as me were adding to theirs. Let's, let's look up what flavors do as sauerkraut become sauerkraut and they're like, oh yeah, because way more intense. And I was like, oh crap, it already smells strong. <laughs> and it's day one. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. I love garlic, so hopefully that's fine, but I might just have like a garlicky mess on my hands. So who knows? It's always an adventure making stuff like this though. So I'm just I'm open to the learning process.
0: It's a good viewpoint.
1: Yeah. But it felt really good to kind of start it because it's something that I talked about like months and months ago. And then on a complete whim, I was like, oh, yo, I'm going to buy a cabbage. And then I had it at home and I was like, ah, oh, crap. I got to make, I got to do something with this cabbage. And I was like, I don't know what to do with cabbage. <laughs> so I made sauerkraut.
0: All right. Yeah. Well, I look so, forward to uh, a pending further update.
1: Yeah. Hopefully it'll be positive. I've got a kielbasa in the fridge and I'm like, mm. Oh, God, I'm just, like, itching to eat that with some, like, sauerkraut and, like, some, like, caramelized onions and stuff. Oh, I should stop talking about this because it's making me even more hungry. I yeah, wasn't hungry too. when we started, but, oh, maybe I should just torture you. No, I, that's a bad idea. I was idea.
0: hungry, and now I'm even more hungry. I'm very sorry. Um, I'm kind of forgive you.
1: Okay, I'm glad you at least kind of, of forgive me.
0: weird, you. I'm trying to decide what to do for dinner. Mm-hmm because it is it's a mix of, it's a mix of feelings feeling number one is you know it's a new year I'm trying you know trying to turn over a new leaf all that worked out ate well for lunch should eat well for dinner should eat what I have here for dinner uh, however the number of gift cards that I got for Christmas are serving as a powerful counterpoint to that yeah. Furthermore, really my only options <laughs> for dinner here are a salad mm. um, and a sort of shrimp stir-fry thing. But the mm-hmm. but the shrimp stir-fry thing, I have frozen shrimp and frozen veggies and uncooked rice, all of which require the same single mm-hmm. pot that I have to cook. <laughs> mm-hmm. So and it'll be a so long process. It'll yeah, I mean not that long, but just longer than I want it. Because like okay, I make the rice. I'll do that first, I guess, because it takes the longest. Mm-hmm. And then I guess, and that will take at least twenty minutes, because mm-hmm. it's not instant rice. And then, I guess, make the shrimp, because that's fine if it just kind of you know it cools down. That's not a big deal. And then make the veggies. I don't know.
1: Your logic there. I would almost. I would flip flop the shrimp and veggies.
0: Why? I don't want the veggies to cool down. That's gross.
1: But the veggies will heat up better than the shrimp.
0: I don't need the shrimp to be hot though. Like shrimp is fine at pretty much any temperature. That's the beauty of shrimp. But frozen veggies that are then boiled. To become cooked. And then cooled down.
1: Oh, they're... Uh. Okay, you're...
0: Because it's a bag of frozen veggies.
1: This this is a longer conversation than we should have right now.
0: I don't understand what your holdup is, though. It's a bag of frozen veggies.
1: (laughs) Yeah, frozen... I have never in my life boiled frozen veggies.
0: What do you do with frozen veggies?
1: Like, if they're designed in a way that can be easily like microwaved that's what i'd do without the addition of water
0: it's like a five pound bag of vegetables
1: (laughs) or i'll like put them in like a skillet or something like i'll do it with stir fry stuff so i'll just like throw them in a like either not a dry skillet but a skillet with like a tiny bit of oil in it Hmm. and like heat it up that way because i feel like boiling them are just like frozen veggies already have diminished flavor and stuff in them and like boiling it's just, just like sucking the rest of that out yeah. Not to be like I don't want you to feel like I'm attacking you or anything. I'm just like this is different than my experience.
0: that's fair. I kind of just want soup and I meant to buy it at the store oh, but soup I also good. but I also actually made a grocery list, and the downside of actually ma- making a grocery list is that if you forget something and you're following mm-hmm. your grocery list, then you forget about it forever. yeah, and I did not put soup on the grocery list, and so it was forgotten mm-hmm. forever.
1: I'm sorry Mark
0: It's okay I'll sort it out Worst comes to worst I have a lot of money at Chipotle Yeah So okay Let us Continue on As is tradition (laughs) Grant has provided A brand new comic Questionable quote book By Sam Hepburn And I'm already a fan of this by the title of the comic. <laughs> so. I'm trying to figure out the order in which to read this. We have a couple. Uh, uh, dressed in a bright blue and bright orange sweater, respectively. And they're each holding a list. Um... The man in the blue sweater, his list is full of things that uh, it says, stop doing this, start doing that, and so on. And the woman in the orange sweater, her list says, start doing this, stop doing that. And they are saying to each other, here are some resolutions you might want to consider. They're both saying that simultaneously, and in a sort of watercolor-y paint effect, uh, on top of the whole comic, it says... In large letters, the new year is a good time to reflect on how awesome you are and how everyone else around you needs to change. How inspiring
1: so you liked my you like my choice in comic for this week, mark
0: I mean it's a bit on the nose, technically, our new year's episode was last week, but
1: yeah, I know it was. <laughs> Um, but yet I still It's okay. I it, was, it
0: wasn't a good one all we did was argue about Harry Potter
1: yeah so I figured <laughs> we can we can retcon some stuff here and I'll do my make best this New Year's Um. but yeah I don't know I just stumbled across this one and the name intrigued me seems like a I don't know I need to look more into this comic it seems it's an interesting concept to me um so maybe i'll read more of them and maybe it'll come up again later but i settled on it because the idea was of like people suggesting resolutions for others Mm -hmm. um and personally i'm not a resolution person i i don't personally find any value in choosing them myself and like doing them. They just always, when I choose them, they always seem like things that I'm picking out as something that I wish I would change about myself, but I know I'm never going to change about myself and that I'm not actually going to change about myself. Um, and so just like essentially choosing something to put a lot of effort into, to fail at within two weeks. And so I just, I don't know. I don't find much value in it, but Based on your kind of description of your, the start of your year here and trying to eat healthy and work out and not go out to eat and stuff, seems like you're a little bit more up to the challenge of changing at New Year's. Correct?
0: Yes, I guess.
1: So I was wondering is there something about me that you think I should? work on changing in this coming year it won't be a resolution but it would maybe something to (laughs) for me to keep in mind in the back of my head that like oh god (laughs) oh god let me go get my list
0: back back to Grant's self-help corner (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so something that you that i think you could work on this year
1: Yeah, if you need time, I can just, like, ramble about random crap in the meantime.
0: No, that's okay. Okay. Um, hmm. I feel like, I I feel like over the past year, you have opened up a bit more about the things that you have already described wanting to kind of be better at. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so a few things that come to mind and also part of this is projecting on me projecting on you is That's
1: exactly what the point of this was. So yeah, perfect.
0: Being more consistently tidy.
1: Mhm.
0: Um working on <laughs> working on working on the projects that you set out for yourself. Uh-huh. Uh, and and i guess making meaningful progress on them whatever that is so maybe part of it is taking them slightly more seriously and sitting down and defining for yourself what progress would look like Mm. for that Mm. you know um enjoy the online dating world even more than you already have
1: oh no Um. (laughs) can we not do that one (laughs) Uh, so funny why is that so funny (laughs)
0: I find it funny <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, no i'm I'm moving past it, don't worry i'm right, not let's ling- keep moving past. I'm it. not lingering on any of these.
1: good. we'll circle back after we stop recording
0: um, huh, what else I feel like i I feel like you're probably better at this than I am, and it's also harder where you are, but I'd still encourage you to uh explore what's around you more Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um like any any city no matter how dull it is still has stuff to offer yeah i think it's worth taking time to see what's out there Mm -hmm. Uh, losing a day outside doing something dumb is as useful as losing a day on your couch
1: that's a really that's a really good point
0: yeah i I like that one a lot actually I mean that that's coming from my own sort of viewpoint going into this year.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. And actually losing a day being out doing something dumb is probably better than losing a day on your couch because you're at least like out like walking around and you probably get more exercise at least.
0: Well yeah, yeah. Um the point still stands either way. Um so that's that's another thing. I my general this is this is very much my own bias is taking time out um to well i was going to say more specifically to read but you know that some people will very much enjoy that some people won't so i would just say uh whether that's a particular goal or interest of yours this year more more generally carve out time to be very intentionally doing something that you just want to do for yourself?
1: Mm-hmm. When you when you say like when you mentioned take time to read, is there a specific type of reading that you were thinking about when you said that? Like is this I guess first question is was there a specific type of reading that you were thinking about? I'll yeah, try not to not particular. Guide you. I
0: mean books. <laughs> Yeah. As opposed to like the newspaper. Yeah. But Um, like
1: reading like.
0: Immediately in my head, I was thinking fiction, but that's just, again, my own current bias that I've been trying to do. Okay. So.
1: I'm actually happy with how this is turning out. I'm, I don't know. It's nice to hear your perspective on like my life sometimes. It's interesting to me to kind of reflect on some of the things you mentioned, like, yeah ways that I've like seen value in pursuing such activity or whatnot um because when you first mentioned reading it was that's something that I've been like doing a bit more of um from time to time I still don't at all read consistently but um the past couple weekends I've like taken time to I would say like Read and take some reflection time because the one of the books that I'm working on right now is more of a like it's not a fiction book, it's more of a like life path type book that talks about kind of I don't know direction in your life and how to achieve things that you're looking for. It's one of those crappy self help books, but not really a crappy self help book. I don't know, it's hard to describe. Mm -hmm. Um. But so, like, whenever I read that, it's like, I'll read, like, a chapter and then I'll kind of, like, spend time thinking about and kind of reflecting on kind of starting from the point of whatever was talked about in the book, but just taking time to reflect, like, on wherever my mind or my kind of thoughts go. And generally, they deviate very quickly from what the book said and go into the kind of their own world. Sure. And so, I've found that time really valuable the past couple weeks here. Um. The other thing that you mentioned that really kind of sparked my brain was kind of the idea of going out and exploring the city that you're living in more. Cause I've been living here for like now I'm approaching a year and a half. That'll be a couple months before I actually get to a year and a half, but like a year and a quarter, I don't Mm know. Um, And I'm like, it surprised me how long it's taken me to feel, like, at least vaguely comfortable where I'm living and, like, I kind of know what's going on around me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But still, there's always those moments of just, like, oh, crap, I had no idea this was here. Yeah. Um, like, a couple of weeks ago during our break, I had dinner with a friend one night and I was driving them back to their place And we drove by this place and they're like, oh my God, we have to stop there. This is the, this is the arcade at the mall. Like, don't you know about this? And I was like, no, about what? Wait, arcade mall. What? And they're like, oh yeah, there's this like awesome arcade at the mall. And I was like, okay, this sounds weird. But they insisted on us stopping there and just like walking around so they could show it to me. Mm -hmm. And like, there's this like legit arcade at a mall super close to me that is like actually, like I was never an arcade kid. But it's so cool. Yeah. Like it's got like a whole like it's a big place full of like machine style game things. But it's got like it's got like a whole row of like legit DDR machines where like people will come with like towels.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like
1: the intense people. They've got like a whole a whole line of karaoke rooms with like uh, high end like Japanese karaoke setups. There's a uh-huh. whole section of like legit cat or legit Japanese vi- video games that are like in Japanese. Uh-huh. Um, but there's like a ton of crap, and it's like, whoa, this is like it's one of those things that I would have never probably gone out and found myself. But it's like now that someone's introduced me to it, it's like, no, I need to go there sometime. I don't know when, but like, that's cool, sweet, <laughs> yeah. So,
0: Well, do you have any for me?
1: Uh, I know I should have, like, choosing this comic. I should have thought of some ahead <laughs> of time. But I really didn't. Um, I was hoping I was going to milk the whole Mark giving me stuff for the whole time that my comic was being allotted tonight. I mean, you can um,
0: do that. You can just say that we're moving on. I just figured I'd ask.
1: Do you mind if we do that? I don't want to feel like... <laughs> I feel like yours were so insightful, and I don't know how to follow that up. Because any suggestions that I have up for you are just gonna be purely me projecting myself onto your life. And I don't think that'll be very helpful to you.
0: I don't know, that's what I did to you and it was helpful.
1: I don't know if it was. Like a lot of it was you like thinking insight like making insightful comments about like things that I've mentioned in prior months. About, yeah, but you have to remember to that those
0: so some of those things stick with me because they're things that I want to be better at, too. Yeah, so in either case, we can move on, it's fine. I just figured, figured we'll out move
1: on. We'll move on for now, and I'll, I'll do some thinking, thinking, and probably never get back to you about it. Okay, I'll be honest.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: so, oh. Mm-hmm. Mark's challenging my pronunciation right off the bat here, um, as we're halfway into the podcast. But anyway. Not really. Uh, you chose <laughs> Snow Says?
0: Yeah. By T. Shepard? Is that it? I assume.
1: Okay. Maybe that was easier than I thought. I The S-E-Z, that last, the second word, I was like, I don't know how, like...
0: i think it's supposed to be the word says but just spelled dumbly
1: yeah that makes sense oh because like oh cats and stuff yeah i'm i'm seeing it now so so in this comic there's a there's a white cat which i'm going to assume is maybe named snow or i'm totally wrong um that is sitting in front of a house in front of the welcome mat and it's, it's just thinking, and its thought bubble simply says, question mark. And it continues to look at the mat, and all of a sudden it has a can of black paint with a paintbrush. And rather than the w- mat just saying, welcome, it now says, fish, written in black paint, welcome. And the cat thinks, that's
0: better. Isn't that cute?
1: That is pretty cute. The cat's got a little cute smile in the second frame there. Yeah. So, are you are you a big fan of fish or something? Been good poke a lot?
0: Well, actually, yes. I do enjoy poke here. There's a poke place within walking poke. distance. Uh, I mean, some... it's it's like sushi, but not.
1: Yeah. Someone at yeah. work had poke for lunch, and it really, like, sparked my interest. I've heard about it before, but never actually seen it. And I was like, oh, that looks tasty.
0: I think it just has more variable. Or no, maybe it doesn't have more variable quality. I think it's probably more consist of consistent quality, but consistently lower quality than most sushi that you would bother to get at a restaurant.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: That's been my impression.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it's good in a pinch. Mm-hmm. But fish and poke, well, uh, eating fish and poke was not the idea.
1: Okay. Did you get a cat? No. (laughs) Okay, good.
0: I wanted to ask you about your experience fishing.
1: (gasps) I talked about fishing today at work. Yeah. Okay, do you have any specific questions? Do you want me to just ramble about fishing growing up?
0: Yeah, just ramble. I'm curious.
1: Growing up, I I think I liked fishing growing up. Um, I'll never forget the first fish I ever caught. Me and my dad went out in a canoe on a lake that he'd, I don't know, he'd heard about or something was good for fishing. And we, we spent, as a kid, it felt like all day fishing on this lake. In reality, it was probably like an hour or two yeah. fishing on this lake. Um, we didn't get a single nibble the whole time it was pretty much just us like canoeing around being completely unsuccessful fishing Um, and then afterwards we got back to the shore um, and my dad was kind of loading the canoe back up on our car and it was kind of one of the first times I'd ever like been using a fishing rod or anything so he wanted he said like hey well i'm like loading this up on the car you just practice like casting off this beach here and like you'll get better at it and then we'll catch fish next time and so i'm just like casting off this beach into the water um and all of a sudden like i'm starting to reel back in and like it's not coming and like there's something pulling on my rod and i've never caught a fish before so i'm like What the heck! And so I like started yelling for my dad, and like thinking that I like broke something or like messed it up. And he immediately sees like the end of my rod like bending towards the water, and he's like, "Oh my god, you've got a fish! You've got a fish!" And like comes running down to me, and helps me like reel in the fish, and that's how I caught my first fish. Nice. And yeah, I'll never. It's also the biggest fish. That I've ever caught in my entire life. I think. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, the biggest fish that I've caught, like on my own, other than like I went on like a charter fishing thing one time and like we caught big fish there because like you're paying them to help you catch big fish. So, Mm -hmm. but like just fishing, Yolo style. Like that's definitely by far the biggest fish I've ever caught. So it was fun. It's a great memory. I was riding high that whole day after that. Very Pelt nice. Caught the fish, brought it home, had it for dinner. It's one of the, like, it's a top 10 memory of childhood for sure.
0: So what about since then? Like growing up throughout whatever, elementary, <laughs> middle school, high school?
1: I don't know. Like I, I definitely fished growing up from time to time. Um, I've always been... Like, growing up, I think I was kind of the... I was the type of kid who was, like... I was very hyper and loved spending time outside. But, like, I could, like, settle down and just kind of sit and fish for a while. And so, I definitely have memories of, like... Either, like, going with someone and just, like... Just chilling and fishing and not catching anything. But still, like, enjoying the time spent kind of out in nature. Just kind of sitting there. Experiencing things. Um... So I don't know. I have positive memories of fishing growing up. I enjoyed it. It's not something that I like have done in the past couple of years or anything. And it's not, I don't know. I think now that I've grown up, I've noticed why I enjoyed fishing and it was just kind of like the time spent outside. And so I think part of why I haven't gone fishing recently is because like there's other ways to spend time outside that don't involve fishing. And so I've kind of just chosen to do those because for those, I don't have to like, deal with all the, like, having fishing gear and, like, getting worms and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's kind of my, that's the the primer on Grant's experience fishing. I don't know. Sure. What are your thoughts on fishing?
0: Well, uh, I was just really curious because obviously we both grew up in a kind of similar background. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and and a lot of it just, I feel like, it comes down to the parents and mm-hmm. whether you have a cabin up north or a boat or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not really grow up fishing. Like, my dad taught us all how to fish. And when I was really little, we even had a boat. Um, And so I went every few years, but I never really learned how to. And I don't have many memories of doing it, to be honest. Like, I remember when I was really little, hooking my dad's shirt in a backswing. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Uh, I remember driving a boat for the first time. I remember driving one in when I was probably in, like, middle school. And my Mm -hmm. dad and I were both wondering why there was so much spray. And then we realized the minnow bucket was still in the water. (laughs) Um. But I, I think that you had a really good point that I would I don't think I would have landed on, which is all my memories of fishing are mostly memories of being like outside and being, and just like hanging out with my dad mm-hmm. in like a nice morning. Like it's a good excuse to go out in a boat in the morning, but I'd be happy to go out in a boat in a morning without the fishing. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. And I've never really learned how to clean a fish. Like my dad has taught me multiple times and I've cleaned a mm-hmm. few. Mm-hmm. I could probably, like, in a desperate situation, I could get meat off of a fish. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, I'm not a big baby anymore. So, like, I can now put my own bait on my hook and take mm-hmm. a fish off a hook, as long yeah. as it's not too big. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just one of those things that, Maybe I maybe I wish that I did it more growing up so that I had more of an attachment to it. Mm-hmm. But also now that I'm out here, it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Because I I know a lot of people who are very into it. Um, Erin's mm-hmm. family is very into it, and so like I've gone out a couple times at her cabin with her family um but i mean her dad takes it much more seriously like he has a very very large fishing boat mm-hmm. and the one time that i went out we were kind of trolling trawling whatever out in the middle of Malax with four lines out on holders yeah and then it was just like off oh, one cot then we would just kind of rotate going and getting it mm-hmm. and i was like cool I guess and then we have to release it or maybe keep like two I don't remember Mm -hmm. and like I guess that's cool but I don't know I guess I don't really get the point of that part yeah like there is there is the moment of excitement Mm -hmm. you know uh so I guess that that part is cool yeah, I don't know. I, I guess it's the same as, like, people who, uh, I guess not, I guess I don't know many people who would do this, or I, I don't personally know anybody who does this, but, like, anybody who would hunt just for the sake of hunting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, at least I know with Aaron's family that, like, they followed all the laws, they get a couple things and they will always use every part of it
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know they do it correctly and i have no issue with that it's just nothing that appeals to me because i did not grow up doing it at all and my dad did not do it at all mm-hmm. um, i don't know i think for me like
1: i see value in fishing and like people getting excited about fishing because yeah that connection to the connection to nature and spending time outside and i think the the inevitable or yeah the the benefit that comes eventually of like people wanting to protect these like natural areas and like because they grew to love them from fishing or hunting or whatever because mm-hmm. they spent time outside in them and then like them seeing value in preserving them yeah Um, and that's where I see, I think a lot of the like positive things from it. And like, I think for lots of people, they can be really fun activities. Mm -hmm. Uh, just like for me personally, it it always ended up becoming like a, no, I'm just like, I want to spend time outside here and that's why I'm enjoying it. It like, yeah, the, as you described the excitement of getting a fish on the end of a line is like, It's a cool feeling and stuff, but it's also like a very fleeting experience.